Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about Anthem not having PvP. This has been a question I've gotten a lot lately, and I wanted to do a full talk about why I think this is a good thing. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I'm probably live right now, so come on in and hang out with us. Look up say no to rage on Twitch uh, or on Twitter and come in and hang out and submit questions to be part of the conversation. So, why is having no PvP a good thing? As somebody who's played a lot of shooters, I've actually played a lot of PvP. I grew up on Quake 2, Quake 3, Call of Duty, Unreal Tournament. I got a little burned out on PvP and then gravitated towards games like Borderlands, uh, Diablo, and then Destiny 1 and 2. And now my sights are set on Anthem being a game that I'm going to enjoy. My history with games that have attempted to do both PvP and PvE content, which would be The Division and Destiny 1 and 2, has not been one where I think it has turned out very well for them. So that's going to frame a lot of this discussion. My history as a gamer, as well as somebody who's just a fan of looter shooters. So if if you're in a similar vein, I think you're going to see that there is a lot... Of benefit. I know people really like PvP, so as you're listening to this talk, just keep an open mind and think about the identity of the game and how not every game has to have PvP. So we're going to break this into three talks. We're going to talk about power, we're going to talk about dev time, development time, and we're going to talk about identity. So... If you're, if you're thinking about power in a game like Anthem and in Destiny, it's one of the main drivers of the loot pursuit. Uh, and it's one of the main things that really keeps you sort of in the lane of interest in what you're doing um, with respect to, like, your loadout, right? Like, what do I want to run? Do I want to run a Colossus? Do I want to run an Interceptor? Do I want to run whatever it is you're trying to run? That's a big, big part of the loot grind and a lot of that is tied to power you're not just chasing pretty frilly things like that's always a part of it right you want to look cool um but at the same time at the same time power is a huge element of your motivation and the power struggle in destiny and division was so real there were so many things that had to be tweaked and modified and and dumbed down because of what they were doing in pvp So you have to consider that in the equation, especially in a game that offers four very distinct classes. They play completely differently, and if they were suddenly pitted against each other, a Colossus against a Storm might not even be a competition. An Interceptor against a Ranger might not be. It would would sort of get neutered down and watered down into whichever class was the fastest for TTK. Now, if you did squad-based, that might not happen, but... Much of Destiny 2 and Destiny 1 PvE has been both held back and tweaked and altered because of the presence of PvP in the game. There's a power struggle there. And I know some people might push back and say, well, separate the sandboxes, separate the sandboxes. I'm going to address that in a little bit. I, I still think it's okay for a game to really own this idea that you are chasing power and better loadouts and better well-rounded characters and that that doesn't need to then walk over into a PvP environment. If you separate the sandboxes very sharply, I think one of the dangers becomes 
why am I chasing power and loot when I can't take it over into PvP? It starts to sort of short-circuit the motivation and the incentives. That's why I started with that and said you're chasing power, you're chasing things that you, you're, you're going to want to use in the game. And I think it would be odd to suddenly say, that's great, you got such a great loadout, you spent all those hundreds of hours getting all that stuff, you can't use any of it over there, right? So, if you think about everything in the game, abilities, guns, armor, exotics, supers, that's all in Destiny. There's even more depth of things in uh, in Anthem. There's mod components, there's guns, there's your two abilities, there's your ultimate, right? There's, I'm, I'm missing one, I think. Oh, there's your support ability. There's all these things that would have to be then tweaked. They would all get touched by the power struggle between PvP and PvE. And you can't really understate that. You've got to really make sure that's a prominent part of the discussion when thinking about, well, why, why does Anthem not having PvP, why is that a plus? Why is that a good thing? Now, let's leave the power discussion alone for a second. I think it's pretty easy to see why that would be problematic, why that would be difficult. Second, let's talk about development time. And if you guys are having trouble chatting, maybe just a lot of lurkers are here. I don't know. Somebody's asking if the chat's not working. If you're just heavy lurk, maybe chime in and let us know if the, if the chat is still working for you. Development time's another part of this, right? If if at the end of the day you say, no, 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 we really want to put PvP in our game, we really think PvP is worth worth the investment, we're going to split the game down the middle, we're going to split the loot pool down the middle, then I think development time has to be a part of the discussion as well. Spending dev time on PvP can lead to twofold problems, okay? First, you need an entire team to work on the PvP. So your bandwidth is getting sort of spliced up. You're pulling a segment of the of your team away from other development and you're putting them on PvP. So that's one part of the problem. The other part of the problem is just maintenance on the game is then from that point on split. Quality of life updates, bugs, patches, content ads, all of this is affected by development time being pulled away from the main game and being used on PvP. A, a PvP team for a game like this would have to be significantly sized because of all the differences in both the way that you would engage in the combat as far as you know you're you're flying around as far as the as far as the weapons you can use the abilities you can use all of that would take a significant sized team to tweak it and build it in a way that it would be enjoyable I won't deny that the first time I got in a ranger javelin I thought this could be a pretty fun PvP environment zipping around here dodging in the air it could be pretty good but, I, but you have to consider development time. You really do. There's so many things that go into a game as service, a game that you're going to play as hobby, being maintained and being updated and added to. If you slice just even a piece of the company and the development t- staff and you put them on, on, on a, uh, a player versus player environment, that is taking away from future content ads, future things in the game quality of life, patches, updates, all of it. So just like how all of the abilities, guns, mod components, everything that goes into your character would be affected, I think everything in the present and future pieces of the game would also be affected because you're constantly having to kind of have a have a hat on in both in both sides of the game. 
Lastly, let's talk about identity. And this is something that kind of got me into content creation to begin with. One of my earliest videos, I talked about the split identity, the split nature of Destiny. It felt like the game was at odds with each other. I was really spurred to make that video after my weapon. I was chasing an exotic, the Suros Regime. It got nerfed because of PvP and I hadn't gotten to use it yet. And I was very irritated about that. And I said that I felt like the game had a split identity. The two things were sort of at odds with each other. Games that really own their identity actually, I think, tend to be more appealing. When you when you buy a game or market a game that really owns what type of game this is, it's a whole lot easier, I think, to capture and keep an audience and to foster loyalty because the the nature the nature of the game is clearly defined. If people are buying this game because I think it's going to be some mech warrior PvP game, well, then you're you're setting them up maybe for some frustration because it, it, like Destiny, if they did that in Anthem. I would say 70-80% of the game would probably not be PvP. So a significant portion of the game wouldn't appeal to what they're wanting. I said this a long time ago with Destiny, and we said this a lot in the beginning of Destiny 2. If you if you try to appeal to everyone, you end up appealing to no one. Because you slowly over time dilute and erode the game's identity and its appeal because it's trying to do too many things. And there are games, we had people in here yesterday saying, Warframe's PvP isn't any good, Diablo's PvP isn't any good. When you try to do those other fields, those other areas of gaming and genres and you try to shove it into a game like this I think it tends to work against the game's appeal and is it really worth everything I just talked about the, the, the struggle with power having to devote development time, having to split the game down the middle, right? Having to having to divide so it stays balanced, having to do all that is it even worth it if you end up with a half-baked PvP? If you end up with a PvP that's not well-rounded or isn't even that fun? The people that buy the game for PvP get a bad taste in their mouth because they're like, this is not good, this is watered down, this is poorly designed. Your your net loss is significant because now you're losing on both ends. You're losing content and development time and bandwidth and and you're, you're losing that efficiency for the PvE side of the game and then you made the PvP side unappealing. I, I think there's a lot more risk in trying to do both than there is in just saying this is the game. Now, if they want to add it later on down the road, if the, the identity of the game gets firmly established, right? And thank you Speedy McDuck and Sen, uh, Sen Jukola for the brand new Prime subs. I appreciate that very much both of you using your Prime subs here. If they want to add it down the road, if the game gets, you know, a very clear identity, it's very it's very crystal clear what type of game it is, and it's like a separate thing, right? Then they could really, I think, build something that is fun, but again, you wouldn't want to pull away from the main game. You wouldn't ha- want to have to worry about power fantasy or power pursuits being disrupted or neutered or watered down because of imbalance. You would want the main game to stay intact as well as for it to get most of the attention. But if it was its own separate thing, if it was squad-based, so you kind of had to go in with a full squad, one of every javelin, I think there could be some good things there. I would want to be completely separate, and I would want it to come way further down the line so the main game can get the primary focus right now, and the identity can get firmly established. Because I do think... Anthem offers a style of gameplay that you're not seeing right now. This was me, you know, a couple hours in. I didn't know about combos. I wasn't very experienced. 
once people get into this game and they get a tutorial on the movement and a tutorial on the combos, I think the gameplay offers something that you can't really get anywhere else, and that's what makes it really special. That feeling could flow into a PvP that feels and runs like nothing else, but for now, I don't think that should be the focus. I think we stand to get a whole lot more out of the game without PvP. So we're going to transition to Q&A. If you're new to the stream and you're here right now, be sure to click the follow button. You can submit questions with the question command, exclamation point question, and then follow it with a question. Just type it in chat and it'll hit the form right next to me. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live. I'm probably live right now. Come on in, twitch.tv slash say no to rage, or just look me up on the Twitch website. Say no to rage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you watching or listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.